being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. The Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio, KLZ 560. My name's Dennis, and I got Steve here from Geno's, and we're going to continue on with Dave from Parker. We're talking about a Dodge, and Dave, thank you for holding on. Um, no problem. Okay, so um, where were we with this? Um, <laughs> you, you say it's hard to start after it sits for a little bit or just when you're first starting it up? On hot days, uh, if you drive someplace and go into a store and come back, it will not start. Yeah. Till it uh, gets cool. Hmm. Yeah, honestly, I, I think if you took it over to, to extreme, they have the Dodge tool, factory tool, and they could plug in that thing and see what it's doing when it's happening like that because they'll probably have to uh-huh. do that. They'll probably have to drive it around, shut it off, and see if it'll be hard to start and, and duplicate that situation. So yeah. you might leave it with them for a couple of days. But there's so many things that it could be because there could be a crack in there in the line that's opening up or it's getting air or getting air in the fuel line in the fuel line. Yeah. yeah. It could be something with the fuel filter. Um, it could be something with the pump. There's so many things it could be. Um, so uh, honestly, if you could take it over to them, you know, Mike over there, he's, he'll, he'll work with you on that. Okay. Uh, another quick question on BG product. Yeah. Uh, got an old pickup, uh, uh, 87 Chevy with about 300,000, runs great, and uh, uh, 350 V8. Uh, and I was thinking about putting the BG product that goes in the oil, and then you drain it. And, and, oh, the EPR? Uh, yeah, yeah. EPR. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it, it, as I read the can, it had a warning. If your engine is really gummed up, don't use this. And I... And I don't know whether it's gummed up or not. I mean, it runs good. but uh, yeah. I, I've not seen that on the can. I guess I'd have to grab a can and look at that, but I don't see you do any damage. Yeah, I can't see you do any damage that's, to yeah, it. That's what I, I was worried about is it runs good now, and and uh, but it's got 300,000 on it. And, uh, no, I, I, think that would, it up, I, I think that would help that a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right. And another BG product, I, I, uh, my... Honda Accord was getting poor mileage, about 21 miles per gallon consistently. I put the BG in the fuel and drove it on a 1,500-mile trip, and now it's back to 30. So, really? Yep. Good. Yeah. Good. So, That's great right. stuff. It's it's good stuff. That's why we want them as a sponsor. They're, they're, yep. they're great. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Dave. All right, with that, we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. Let's, uh, let's talk to Eric. How you doing, Eric? Hey, you guys. How's it going? Good. Pretty um, good. 
I have a question. I have a 79 Le Mans. It's the real plain Jane one. And about three or four months ago, it started doing this. When I go to start it, it acts like the battery's dead. Uh, you know, on those cars where the battery's dead, there's still enough juice to light the red lights, you know, the oil light in that, you know? Right. And it, the lights come on, and when I turn the key, it just acts like the battery's completely dead. It's zero, zilch. Now, if I take the gear shifter and move it around to neutral and move it, and then jiggle the steering wheel and bang on the steering column, then it'll start. Um, is, is, did you, do you guys have any ideas? or? So it's automatic or manual transmission? It's automatic. Okay. When you turn the key to the start position, you know how you, you get it to the on, and then the next thing on, you, you, you just kind of flick it over, and it goes to the start, and then it pops back? Right. When you do that, does it, do you lose the lights? Um, no, they stay on. They stay on. So I don't think it'd be the battery. I think there's something going on in your, your ignition switch, something to do with that. Um, I would almost look at the ignition switch to see if you can um, check that out because I'll... Could be out of adjustment or yeah. or the switch itself is bad. Yeah. It had a it had a little rod that went for the ignition key that went down the shaft of the right. steering column to the switch itself, which is down a little lower. Yeah. And that, that's, that, uh, that switch could be failing or it could be, oh. and it's also screwed to the, to the side of the steering column. Yeah. Oh. And it could be moving and it could be moving, wiggling just a little bit, yeah. not going far enough to, to go to the start position. Because if you were losing, if your battery was weak and you get to, when you hit the start, usually the lights would go out because there's not enough power to turn the lights on and that at the same time. So then the lights would go off. Does that yeah, make sense? I, yeah. Well, yeah, because the battery is only about six months old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's your battery. Can, right. Is the car, where's the car parked? Is it like in the garage or something or next to the garage? Something that it can see the lights shoot a wall or something? Yeah, it, it's in an underground garage and they're, they're very bright. They come right on. Okay. You know? No. Well, here's the thing. If you turn those on and then you go to start it, and if those lights go completely off, then you have a battery problem. But oh. if they don't, then you know you got plenty of juice. You should be able to oh. start it. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So the, 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 the gear thing where you put your key in and turn it, that's separate from the switch you're talking about. Is that correct? There's the key and tumbler part, and then there's the ignition switch itself. Which, which is down, down, down a little farther down yeah. the shaft of the steering column. But you're kind okay. of going into that when you just kind of flip your key to the next thing. Once you go to on, and then you turn it, and then it pops back. That's the yeah. start position. That's to crank it. Right. So, so the tumbler is is fine, but it's the yeah. possibly the mechanism that goes to the start switch. Sure. Or the so right. it's, it's like, the electrical part of the ignition switch. Yes. So there's two parts of the ignition switch. There's yeah, mechanical. The tumbler and the, yeah. and the electrical part. Yeah, we call it the mechanical part or in the, and then the electric part. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't sound too serious. No, um, no, no. no. Pretty, pretty common, too. Which yeah. Which we dealt with quite often. Yep. Especially on a car that old. Sure, <laughs> right. Um, okay, you guys, thanks a lot for that. And then I had a dad story. I don't know yeah. if you... Yeah, go ahead. Um, this is crazy. Uh, my dad, 
when I was in, this is like in the early 60s. I'm an old guy. Uh, <laughs> this was in the early 60s. He worked in this giant facility that repaired huge electric motors. I mean, like there was even a rail that went in and they would pull the locomotives in there and, you know, uh, work on them even. And he used to work on these giant motors. They were 660s, you know. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, these are the kind of motors that run the uh, assembly line in a factory, you know. I right. Mean, these are huge. And one time me and the kid from across the alley, he took us down there, and we were actually crawling inside of the motors. You know, really? That big? The insides out, and we were playing with our trucks. You know, that's how big they are. <laughs> but um, one time... He, we had a 62 Comet, and he rolled it in the dock, you know, where the trucks come in? Sure. Uh-huh. And uh, there were, they were taking huge, giant motors off of these uh, extremely heavy parts. There's cranes everywhere in there. Well, my dad rolled the 62 Comet in there, and he actually lifted the car up with the crane. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, th- these cranes were... Uh, they would. They were big enough to lift uh, train parts, and he lifted the car up with the train, and blocked it with these giant wooden blocks that they used to set stuff on heavy parts. And he crawled under the car, and I was handing him wrenches. Oh, really? <laughs> and he he dropped the tranny. Did he really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he dropped the tranny, and then he replaced the. Um, uh, the clutch plates because uh-huh. they went out on that car. Okay. And then he he jacked it back up and bolted it back in, and then he lifted. This was on a Saturday when he was off. They let him do it, you know. And he uh, lifted the car up again, took out the blocks, and then put the car back down. But he actually lifted it up with the crane. Really? I mean, that, was, <laughs> that was crazy, man. That, okay. that is pretty crazy. That is yeah. that is unusual. Yeah, that's one of the craziest memories i had of my dad he he was not a real smart man but he knew a lot about mechanical things so <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah okay you guys well thanks Thank a lot for the help well thanks for thanks. the phone call all right. all right hey dan if you can hang on there we're going to go to a quick break you're listening to drive radio on klz 560 Now's the time to take advantage of Geno's Napa Break Special. This month, get a $50 Napa prepaid Visa card with a qualifying Napa Breaks parts purchase of $250 or more. For over 38 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. At Geno's, their team recommends checking your brakes every 5,000 miles. Stop in this week and they'll check your brakes for free. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, the Geno's team will back up their work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop off your car and pick it up when ready. Geno's continues their public service work, partnering with Hands of the Carpenter and donating work on vehicles for single mothers or women in need. Check out all their Google reviews for a good snapshot of their business. They're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit them online at genosautoservice.com. That's Genos with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. 
Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Some skills you only develop through practice. In October of this year, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law celebrates 25 years defending both civil and criminal cases. He has earned the tagline, trial tested, trial ready. In civil cases, such as personal injury, your attorney has the burden of proof to persuade a jury that you deserve a certain sum of money in return for your pain and suffering. However, because only a small percentage of personal injury cases go to trial, most personal injury attorneys do not spend much time in the courtroom over the course of their careers. Kevin Flesh stands apart from the rest because he represents both criminal and civil cases. After an estimated couple hundred jury trials, Kevin has learned how a jury reacts to evidence. He knows how to gauge how much money a jury will likely award in your case. Trial tested, trial ready for 25 years. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Call now for a free consultation. 303-806-8886. Napa A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio with Dennis and Steve, and we're going to go right to the phones. Dan, thank you for holding on. How you doing, Dan? Hey, good. How are you guys doing? Good. Okay, I have a question for Steve. Oh, okay. I got a- 87 Corvette. Uh-huh. It, it's a low mile. It's 71,000 miles on it. But the car, um, it drips oil. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Three or, three or four silver dollars, you know, every time you drive it. I handed over to one expert, a, just a Corvette guy that just kind of looked at He actually almost said he didn't like to work on the, the C4s. Um. But he, he pointed out one thing. I just want to get your input on the, because uh, I think it's probably the oil pan and the valve cover, you know, the gaskets are leaking because, you know, what, it's 35, 40 years old. Oh, sure. Uh, but he pointed, if you're familiar, on the passenger side, the valve cover, um, there's a pipe that covers up the valve, or that goes over the top of the valve cover. Mm-hmm and it's at the rear, and it's covered like an aluminum foil, like a foil. And I'm sure it's factory. I think I can see some marks on it. It's not something that some guy just wrapped aluminum foil on. And he said when you go to replace, when you have to pull off whatever you have to pull off, he said that pipe will break sometimes. He said about half the time. Okay. And he said you can't buy another one. Oh, really? (laughs) Do you know anything about and that one I don't. Yeah, I have not seen an '87 Corvette in a while, so I, I don't remember that one very well. And, and what Dennis is, is, yeah, Dennis yeah, is googling it right now, yeah, <laughs> trying to find yeah. something on it. But um, yeah, it's at the it's at the rear. Of the in yeah. other words, you know, you have your valve covers, mm-hmm. right? And then the last the last little third 
you know the valve covers are are on there and there's a oh it looks like a, a like a rubber pipe i remember something just like in that. front of it was it for the but uh, then there's a heater was it like a covering up the heater hose i i i don't know if it's it's a solid you know it's 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 like a, i'm feeling it right now and it's like a metallic. I mean, it's a solid pipe. It doesn't flex. And the actually the insulation. Now that I'm looking at it here, I got a little flashlight on. Is stitched on there. Sure. Right. You know, it's like. Yeah, uh, yeah we're looking like at a, a picture thought, of you know, one now. Yeah. yeah, we're looking at the picture of it. Yeah. And what's your question on that? Is, is can we even get that? Well. Yeah. Can you? He said about half the time when you pull that valve cover off, or to get that get that valve cover off. That pipe, it's old because it's like 35, 40, yeah. it'll break. And he said the only place you can, can get one is a junkyard. And he said everybody in the junkyards has picked them clean. I'm sure, yeah, they're gone by and now. And I just thought, yeah. you know. But I just, that's strange. That, I would you know, find that hard to believe say, well, yeah. that it's not available. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's got to be available yeah. Yeah. in some way. Um, yeah. If you call Extreme, I'll give you their phone number. Okay. 303 841 1071. Um, talk to Mike. 841 1071. Okay, yeah. Ask for Mike. Um, Danny in our shop, he's our shop foreman. He he worked on Corvettes all the time. Okay. Um, and he, he okay. might know where, they might know where you can get that part. And you can talk to Mike about it. Or see if you could talk okay. to Danny if they'll let you. Um, I don't own the shop anymore. Okay. I sold it a couple of years ago. But I would always let, I would bring Danny up and have him talk to you. But um, I'm not sure if they'll do that, but Mike might. But just ta- talk to Mike about that huh. and say, you know, I want to get my valve cover replaced, but I this one piece that goes over it. And Dennis was saying that you guys have Danny there that knows these Corvettes pretty well, and maybe he can help okay. me with that. And yeah. So. So Mike and Danny are the yeah. two guys over there. Yeah. Danny's the shop foreman, and Mike's the service rider. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there um. And how does it work, or what's your opinion, you know, because I think somebody else, I had an oil change on it, you know, I change only like once a year, every 18, because it hardly goes anywhere. They said you can put a dye in. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, we, we do that a lot of and, times. We would put the dye in just to find an oil leak to make sure, verify where it's actually coming from. But Danny would also know where your oil leak is coming from well, probably without even looking at it. He's pretty good on oh, really? that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He worked yeah, on a lot of the those. Dye would, or I guess do maybe at an oil change, you know. But yeah, he could at least because the guy, uh, another guy said, well, he said, do your oil pan first, and uh, he no. said if that takes care of most of it, he said forget the valve cover, you know. Yeah, yeah but I wouldn't go that route. That's almost opposite. Yes, it is almost opposite. I would almost <laughs> or, think or the valve not. covers are worse. But Danny would know that, and that's why I'm saying. And you could even go up there and they'll do an oil change and put the dye in there for you. And everything, and then uh, you can go back, and they have a black light that they look to see where the oil's coming from. But Danny would probably go, "Oh no, I've seen so many of these leak here." So I would call him up. Okay. All right, it, it can even leak okay. from Mike, the um, into uh, from the manifold from, from the manifold from the back of the manifold. They would leak there too. So, so. That, that's another spot that they leak in yeah. that little area. But you know, it's, it's so crammed in there. You got to get it up in the, on a on a, in the air and get a good look at it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is there any risk of fire with that? Um, not with silver out. dollar size. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's not enough to get. You it's know, it's when a car has a lot of leaks, you know, and then yeah. there and it's going oh, over yeah, the catalytic converter and. 
getting getting on the exhaust. Yeah, that's when we're in trouble. You start okay. smelling the oil burning. Yeah, you might want to look. And I at guess it. it's it's I guess it's typical that same Corvette guy. You know, and because it'll set like for you know I drive it like once every three months, and when you go to start it. Mm-hmm. This it has a it has a puff of smoke, white smoke. Oh sure, yeah. That would, and, yeah, and that could be valve seals. To be honest with you, yeah. yeah he, said, he said when you let cars, and he said I guess especially the three hundred and fifty Chevys, yeah, that they were bad about drying up, and he said that's he said you can you know leave it or they not, don't, but that's something that happened when you set it four months. They don't yeah. dry up. What they do is they get hard, yeah, and right. when they get hard, they can't seal. Oh, no. They're not rubbery anymore. So then the they just kind of get really hard, and they're you touch them, they'll actually break. Sure. And and so what happens is the valve seal is over the valve, and it can't seal very good. It can't, it doesn't have that pliable to just grab sure. it and hold on to it. It's just so then oil is running down the the, the, the valve through the through the guide yeah. through the valve and, burn, and, and burning the, it through the engine. Yeah, and as it yeah. sits there, it you know it's dripping into that. And yeah. I mean we're talking about a minor amount of oil. Yeah, it doesn't take much to make that yeah. much. It's not even know? a drop. Of yeah, oil. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, it's not not enough, but it, it's yeah. enough to make a black sp- or the smoke and and, and a lot of cars yeah, do that right nowadays. They they can do that too, and yeah. you just don't see it because it's so minute. And the converters are cleaning them up. So well, much. yeah, and you don't see it once it runs. You know, right. I mean, once it, you know, twenty seconds. It's coming. Right. It, yeah. You know, yeah. you probably wouldn't even know you'd have a problem with it. But, yeah. Uh, right. Okay, would 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 that uh, what do you call that MOA? Would that help? MOA would help it. The seal is there, yeah. it, it would help it, it would but help if it. it's if it's so old and stuff, it would probably be better to replace those seals and then come back with the MOA. Yeah, it, it, it would it wouldn't hurt. Okay. I guess you know I, I just don't know if it would solve okay. that. Yeah, and then they they had some minimize, oils out there that minimize. were for um, high mileage. That might help. The that seal. might help too yeah. because then they put a little bit more additives in to soften the rubber. But. But okay. at that point, if it's already hard, it's it's. I wouldn't bank on it helping a lot. You sure. know, you might still have a little bit, but it probably would help it. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have that kind of oil put in the high mileage. But okay, or the MOA, right. or the yeah. MOA, or, yeah, or both together, or both, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. You Thanks. too. Bye bye. Thanks. All right. With that, we got. Um, Got some lines three open. Line, three yeah, lines three open. Line. All right. 303-477-5600. Um, one thing Larry and I were talking about, and, and Steve, we were talking about shops. Um, how do you pick a shop? You know, we're telling people about taking their car to a shop and stuff because we know them and because you're part of it. And I was part sure. of it. And I own the shop, so I know I trust them guys. And, and you know, when Scott called in, he was talking about the people that we sponsor, that sponsor the shows. You know, they're putting their they're best out there and they say that they, you know, you know, we just don't put anybody on here. Not anybody True. just comes on this radio show and does it. Um, but what are some quick ways <laughs> you can find a good shop? Would you say the best way I is have, coming on drive radio? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> is the best. <laughs> the best, but there is another but way. There is. And if you're driving around and you're, you're needing a shop, go to the Napa, Napa auto Care. parts store mm-hmm. and go in there and ask them who's their best shop. I like that one. Yeah, and like because that. they will tell you who some of the shops are, and you can tell them what kind of car you're working on. Some people don't work on certain makes and models, and mm-hmm. some some do all makes and models, but they don't do them so good. Some do diesel, some don't do diesel, some do alignments, some don't do alignments. Sure, and you know the the Napa store will know who's the shop that returns the most parts. 
which tells them if it's good or not. <laughs> and who buys the most parts. Right. And, and they get a lot of, they have a lot of information that, you know, they don't realize, you, we don't realize they're collecting. Yep. And they know. They yep. know who the good shops are. Yeah, and there's other ways, too. You can go online and you can sure. uh, look. What? NapaAutoCare.com. Yep, NapaAutoCare.com. Well, you uh, can. Uh, AAA has its own things, too. Tri- and now, aren't you. Uh, AAA uh, approved. AAA approved, but mm-hmm. you're also a Napa. Napa Auto Care Gold. 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 How do you find that in gold? How do you find out who the gold are? Yeah. Or yeah, actually, when you go to the Napa Auto Care website, it shows you. It shows you who the gold shops. Yep. So they they come up first. Yeah. On their on their list. There was one. Um, what is it? Repair. Um, I was hooked up with them. I'll have to think what they are. Uh, a repair what? link kind of people. Yeah. That'll recommendations in those yeah. days. All right, with that, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to KLZ 560, Drive Radio. We'll be right back. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie Distributing, your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. Well, it's finally here, the heat. As temperatures heat up, we ask more and more from our cars. Sitting in traffic, running the air conditioner, and keeping the engine cool can really take its toll in the heat of the summer. As the coolant in your car ages, it begins to lose its reserve alkalinity and can become corrosive, causing significant damage to engine components. Additionally, as the coolant breaks down, it will begin to foam. That foam causes the coolant to have a decreased ability to transfer heat from the engine. And as engine temperatures increase, vehicle performance decreases. A loss of fuel economy and inadequate climate control functions can quickly become an unpleasant reality. So, what should you do? We recommend that you check the coolant in your vehicle every year for freeze protection and pH level. It is important to replace the coolant in your vehicle prior to the point of failure. Most repair shops will have sophisticated equipment that will introduce a cleaner to the cooling system to remove harmful deposits and infuse new coolant to protect your engine. Make sure your new coolant contains the BG Supercool Cooling System Conditioner to maximize the life and protection of the new coolant and help your car stay healthy and cool in those hot dog days of summer. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie. We'll talk to you again next week. Novus means innovate. And as the original inventor of windshield repair, Novus Autoglass continues to stay on the cutting edge of glass repair and replacement. Any vehicle with lane departure technology needs to be recalibrated after a windshield replacement because of the cameras and sensors mounted to your windshield. All of those sensors need to be carefully realigned so your vehicle provides accurate positioning information. And each vehicle manufacturer is different. Most Autoglass facilities, even the big names, do not have the right tools and equipment to calibrate your windshield. They can only replace the glass, not recalibrate the sensors. Because Novus Autoglass constantly upgrades to keep pace with the changing industry, the majority of their locations now offer calibrations. Get your windshield replaced and the sensors recalibrated with the inventor of windshield repair. Find Novus Auto Glass now at klzradio.com forward slash glass. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. 
Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. It's time to get out the grill for some all-natural mouth-watering meats raised right here at home from Barber's Foods. For over 70 years in Colorado, Barber's Foods has stayed true to their mission to provide their customers with only the highest quality organic, antibiotic-free meats from family farms they know personally. So whether you're buying beef, bison, pork, or poultry, they know where it's coming from and the families who raise the animals with care and respect. Place your order now at barbersfoods.com or call 303-466-7338. Pick up your order at the Denver Warehouse, located at I-70 and Brighton Boulevard near the National Western Center, or for those in the Denver metro area, Barber's Foods will deliver direct. Colorado-sourced bison, organic grass-fed beef, USDA prime beef, purebred wagyu, slow-raised non-GMO duroc pork, free-range chicken, non-GMO turkeys, and more. Barber's Foods, 100% Colorado native-owned and operated. Barber'sFoods.com. Hey, you're listening to Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Uh, we were talking about how do you find a shop and stuff. Oh, find a shop. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do I know if I should take my car to your, how do I find you and stuff like that? Well, yeah, like, like oh. when you're on vacation, driving around. Sure. You, know, you never know. Yeah. A car breaks down whenever we give it time. Sure. Uh, we had a uh, on our show earlier on Fix It Radio, we were waiting for Bill Anderson to show up and he couldn't show up because he hit something. Oh, sure. So how does he find a shop to take his car to right away? You know, sure. where he's in that area to see if he can look at it real quick. Sure. Well, you know, we talked about the Napa Auto Care. Right. You go to a Napa radio. Auto Parts store and ask them who their best oh, shop no, I mean, is. Yeah, actually, the Auto Care website. You can go to the website. There's NapaAutoCare.com. Right. I'm sure that's what it is. Yep. But anyway. You can go to RepairPal and RepairPal, if you're a Napa Auto Care, they will sign you up as the okay. top shop. So yeah. you in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so tri- there, AAA. AAA is another good one. Because if he's, you know, if he's been hit something, then he calls AAA and AAA will tow him for free. And then. Yeah. And he has AAA. The, and take him to an approved auto repair. Yes. Which and is probably going to be extreme down there anyway. Right. Wherever he right was back, coming from. Right <laughs> but, uh, back to us. Yes. <laughs> but, but full circle. Yeah. But those yeah. are all good ways. Yeah. But then the other way, uh, I mean, okay, if we're not doing that, let's say, you know, you're just kind of curious. Yeah. You know, the thing that I've always looked for is. How many cars do they have in their parking lot? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I one, get in right away, or is it going to be a wait? Yeah. And you know, unfortunately, this time of year, it's the you're, you're, we are there. We are backed up more than we would like to be. Yeah. But that's just you know a time of year kind of thing. But there's a reason. Yeah. And you know the reason is that we're you know we're respected and we're thought of and right and uh, people are coming to us. So yeah, it, it I is get longer. nervous when I go to a restaurant and I'm the only one there. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, no, that's that's true. And, yeah, uh, and there's and not a lot of people there. So and I, I hate it, to be I, that way, but, but I am. It, it's very. It, those are the other ways. If, if they look busy, they are busy. Um, 
you know, I, uh, you know, my father had a thing about when uh, talking about dad stuff. He never liked to answer his the phone on the first ring. And he would always say, you know, pick it up on the third or fourth. Makes you think that you're busy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It was, and it was just something that he did. You yeah. Know, that I thought was kind of interesting with, uh, oh. but you know, I, uh, but those are all things, you know, looking at that stuff. And, you know, unfortunately, Google reviews. Yeah. Yep. Google, uh, Google and if, is. And if is they're king. too perfect, I'd stay yeah. away from that shop because they are ones that go bad. I know. You know? <laughs> no, and they, and, and they, it's how they, they answer it back. And it's how you answer it back. It, they kill me. Yeah. Honestly, the bad ones just keep me up at night. And they, they say it's all part of the deal and you have yeah. to get it. And I know we, we run a 4.8 star. I don't know what you guys yeah. were, but, you know. Same. We, yeah. Yeah. we yeah. weren't perfect. But, uh, you know, so. No one is. You know, and we just actually, we just hit our 400th review. Google Did review. you really? So that was just, you know, I always look for those milestones. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and, and that, honestly, that is the, the elephant in the room. Honestly, yeah. the, the Google is, is king yeah. um, on those things. Yeah. All right. We got Dennis from Arvada. How you doing, Dennis? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hi, I got a question here on on uh, got an emissions inspection done mm-hmm. on a car, and they plugged it in and they asked me if I when I had a repair done. I said I haven't had it repaired. She goes, "Well, you not drive it?" I said, "I do drive it." But what do I do with an incomplete inspection report where I have sensors that weren't ready? Sure. So you yeah so some of the monitors haven't run which is probably like the cat monitors or O2 sensors right. or something like that and they have uh-huh. to run before they'll test them. Um, there are some depending on on the car and that kind of stuff we'll have to see what it takes to run those monitors. I know on some cars we can actually run the monitor. We can tell the com- okay. force the, force the computer to run the monitor. Right. Just depends it's on a, your make models kind of things. Got a 2012 Chrysler 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the three point six Pinastar. Okay. Yes, and I, I'm. Okay, I'll call. I'll call Arvada West over there. Yeah, I was gonna say. That's why I was gonna send you over there. Uh, do they have the factory tool? Do you know? Um, that I, I think you know, the, the Chrysler one. I think yeah. he probably does. And uh, he can. He can sometimes those you can force the monitor to run, and unfortunately that's what you have to do. Yeah. And especially right. now with COVID, they kind of did. Uh, they've changed the emissions testing a little bit. They're not running them through as much as they used to. That place is so much fun. I'm looking forward to going back. There. Aren't you? <laughs> if, if you well, when you're at Arvada West, ask them is which which place they take them to. Okay. Because okay. they might take them to a different emission station. Sure, but because uh, we yeah. know the ones that work with us. Sure. sure. You know. Okay. But okay. they're they the first thing they do is they're hooking it up to the scanner. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And right. if and if no, I mean if the monitor hasn't run, doesn't matter where you take it. They're not yeah. gonna. They're not even going to test it. They're just going to send you away. I know that, but some stations are easier to deal with think so? than others. Oh yeah, we had two that, the one in Parker was tough, and then we took it over to all, down to Cunning Lane Road, and it oh, was yeah. easier. Easier. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no reason for this. Is if they cannot reset it, would driving solve it? Yes. Sometimes driving does, but it's driving in a certain way. Yeah. That's the that's the the, the, the key. The, yeah. the, the the you know it's it's <laughs> like it, it is hard because you have to and some monitors are like you have to drive between forty and fifty five for two and a half minutes and not stopping and those kind of things. So you just haven't driven your car in the way to reset that monitor. Yeah, because you and might not go on the highway. You may or, not do whatever. Or you go on the highway, uh, or, and you yeah. don't go through stop and go. Yeah, whatever that particular yeah. monitor is looking for. And it, it's looking for a certain specific drive cycle. Right. 
and that 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 just so, hasn't been attained. Yes. yes, and so that's that's what's happening. That's why. And it uh, did it fail? Did it say anything about uh, EVAP or was it cattle converter? Or did they mention? It was oxygen center. Okay. Sensor, uh, air system, air conditioning, and heated catalyst. Okay. So yeah, it just hadn't hadn't hit that drive cycle just right. And, that, okay. and that's what you have to kind of, yeah, and that's where that, that's why I was saying the factory tool or some of the tools will tell you what, what you have to do a little yeah. easier, or you can force the computer into actually running that test. Right. And that's cool. What, so they uh, can, so they can pull it off the system. Yep. Yep. And can I make a comment? Sure, sure. Sure. Please. It's about the most fascinating thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the car runs perfect. It's uh-huh. been serviced. It's just ridiculous that you go through this. Mm-hmm. I, when you, with some of the stuff you see going down the road, just yes. that's all I, I had to say. No, I, I, the the emissions program is is antiquated at this point. Yeah, very much so. Very yeah. much. So. I doubt. I doubt if it it read anything off there. But I, they wouldn't even. They didn't even hook it up to the exhaust. They plug it in with the sensor now. And yep. That's that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I do thank appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Morning. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. With that, we got a line open, 303-477-5600. Mike from Aurora. How you doing, Mike? Hey. Um, yeah, I don't ever leave town, so I don't have to worry about finding a new mechanic. I just <laughs> stay in town. That's good. I just stay in, <laughs> yeah. I just stay in town, and I, I, I go to Ken's place. At Great. Um, I tell you, though, about a, a mechanic shop I did look at. It's recommended by a um, consumer advocate. On the radio, okay. Um, <clears throat> and I looked at their shop. I stopped in. I had a different car, and I asked. Uh, I inquired about uh, the time and the price to get a timing belt changed on a, a two thousand Accord. They told me well, they gave me the price, which is a little higher. And then they said it takes three days. Really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Why so long? They said, well, the first day it's got to sit there because we don't know when we're going to get it in the shop. Oh. Second day, hopefully, we'll, yeah, second day we'll hopefully get it in there and do the do the work. Then the third day or part of the third day, we're going to drive it around and make sure it doesn't break. <laughs> wow. Wow. I would stay away from them. <laughs> be honest with That's you. interesting. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, oh, I could yeah. say I could say two. You know, because some of those could be a five, six-hour job, and, you know, you may not be able to complete it all in one day, depending on when you start and those kind of things. But generally, that's a one-dayer. I mean, honestly. Yeah. You know, and if— Even if we're busy. You know, you, and you try to schedule, you know, as a repair shop, you try to schedule what people can get done in one day for your technicians. Yeah. And, and then, that, you know, you say, okay, del- Tuesday, this guy's coming in with time bill. Don't yeah. give him any other work. Yeah. Or just give him that job plus right. some other things. Yeah, but, there's uh, a way you schedule it yeah. properly. Yeah. And that, that, that to me means, uh, yeah. Yeah, Ken, Ken, Ken. Yeah, Ken knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, he he just, he just stands there at his desk on the phone with a, a, a notepad and a pen, mm-hmm. and he writes down and he 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 times it almost perfect. Yeah, right. And, and you have to. He's right. You have well, to. You, you need to maximize your employees, but right. I mean, but you need to minimize your downtime for your customers. Right. <laughs> you know. And if you're not maximizing your employees, then what's happening, the customer's car is sitting there for no reason. Yeah. You, you yeah. don't want that. You yeah. don't want a car to show up today, and you're not going to start on it for three days or yeah. two days or the next day. Yeah. I, I would have people bringing cars in. I know we would have them bring them in the night before. 
sure. and leave them with us. Sure. You know, that's different because they, they might need a car. We might want to be trying to start it in the morning to see if it has sure. a problem, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. Or, you know, let's get you in. We'll get you. If we have it here tonight, I can get it first thing in in the morning. I'll yeah. give it to a technician as soon as he walks in. You know, right. that's different. Yeah. But I, that, that's interesting. I've never heard anybody do that. No, I have never either. Yeah. I'd stay away <laughs> from that shop, to be honest with you. I, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, time is yeah. money, and I don't I don't have time to give up my car for two and a half, three days. Yeah. You know? Very, very interesting. Okay. Thank All right. You. Well, thanks Just for that. I'd, I'd share that with you. Thanks. It's very enlightening, Bye. isn't it? It is. <laughs> All right. With that, Tom, hang on. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy, and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555, or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Two lines open, 303-477-5600. Thank you, Tom, for hanging on. How can we help you? Yeah, I got a 71 Chevelle with the uh, five-year tag on it, Mm -hmm. you know, collector tag. And next year it comes due for a new tag. Does that car require a new pollution inspection and and if so, where, where do we take those old cars now? That's a good question. I think you do, is my first answer. And you'd still go through AirCare Colorado. Oh, really? It. Yes. But I'm not 100% on the part whether you need, you need to do a new one. Yeah. That's the we part I don't know. Because you know what? I don't have a collector car. <laughs> uh, Dennis is going to mm. kind of try to look that up. But, um, no, that all still has to run through the state through the uh, Air Care Colorado people. 
because they, you know, there used to be individual shops that would look mm-hmm. do the ins- inspection, but uh, I guess those have gone away. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, that's been gone for a long, long time, quite a long time. Yeah, they kind of took that out of our, our hands and just went it, ran it state run. But uh, yeah. you know, the the frustrating thing with me on that is why we do we need to test yours again? I mean, the average miles. I mean, I, I don't know you, but I bet you're not driving that thing. How much can it you probably pollute? gets driven uh, probably <laughs> 200 miles a year? Yeah. So how much? Thing, so. Yeah. How much pollution can you produce in those 200 miles? That is, you know, yeah. worthy of an emissions test. You know. Yeah. But, uh, well, I ju- I just thought of it driving around. I thought maybe I should find out how to handle that. And you know, if you guys want to move on and just make yeah. mention of it on the phone, that would or on the radio, that would oh, be that's great. Fine. I want to know a I want to know a dad story if you got a dad story how about that <laughs> Dennis is kind of uh, looking it up I'm giving him just a minute to see if he can yeah, find we're it trying. <laughs> just, I, uh, any kind of a dad story sure yeah I like okay it. here's one here's one for you uh, in high school I was on the back of a motorcycle and we <clears throat> got in a wreck with a car and we both both of us went to the hospital to be checked out and uh, my dad's a perfectionist, so I, I called him from the ER, and I said, Dad, I said, Greg and me got in a motorcycle wreck, and I'm at the hospital. And my dad's response was, Greg and I got in a motorcycle wreck. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah, so. That, now, <laughs> now, that's so, funny. Uh, I like that one. <laughs> I'm going to tell my wife that because her, her mother was a uh, English teacher, and so she yeah. always corrected her. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Made me feel really wanted, you know. <laughs> so, so did you have Tom? Did you have your car? You've had your car emission tested, right? Oh yeah. And then it, yeah. now you're at the five year mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you're saying this could even this might even be my second five year tag. I, I just don't remember. Sure, sure. Yeah, because it doesn't. Next, next. Yeah, go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. But uh, you know, we have Lynn is calling from Littleton on answer on the emissions. <laughs> oh. So I wonder if Lynn may know. <laughs> yeah, let's just go to Lynn. How you doing, Lynn? How are you? Good. Do you have an answer for us? I do. Once you have that five-year plate on your car, you never have to emission it again as long okay. as you do not let it expire. Okay. Oh, don't yeah, let I, it expire. I was. That's funny because oh. I'm just now reading it. Okay. So, and in fact, <laughs> so, uh, they just changed the rules that they now allow on some newer cars because I've got an 81 Volkswagen Rabbit truck. Oh yeah, that will qualify that I can put a five-year plate on it, and I have to emission it the very first time. Mm-hmm. But uh, once it's emission, never have to do it. Now, if you put a regular plate on it, in my case on my '82 Volkswagen, I have to emission it every year. Really? But if you if you do that five-year, it's called a collector tag. You sure. have collector tags. You have antique. I I forget all the different ones, sure. but. On the collector plate, that's the newer cars, you know, like the 60s, 70s stuff that um, had to be missioned the very first time, never again, as long as you don't let it expire. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I, I like that old Volkswagen truck. I remember working on those. They're not, they didn't make very uh, many they, of them. Uh, they didn't. They only made them from 1980 to 83. Mine is a gas, which is even okay. more rare because most what? of them were the diesels. Mm-hmm. And, of course, those diesels were terrible at this altitude because they were only 45 horsepower from the factory. Oh, yeah, they weren't much. Boy, they got good gas they, mileage. Yeah, they did. But the gas ones do pretty good. Oh, yeah. For, you know, for what they are. So, 
it's a, it's a fun little vehicle. Yeah, good deal. Yeah, the, I remember all the the uh, dealers, the Volkswagen dealers, all had those for their delivery trucks. They would use them, the, yep. the trucks. Well, you know, there hasn't been anything like it uh, until the new Ford Maverick that they're coming out with. It's a little unibody for just you know that type of stuff, you sure. know, lightweight delivery stuff. The light, yeah. And, that you could, uh, I mean, you, so it'll you be interesting gonna... to see how that Ford Maverick goes over. Yeah, that will. That'll be interesting. So, but you guys have a great weekend. Thank you. Yeah, right. thank you. I found that information too on Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. Okay, and uh, and that's for that's for Tom. Right? Yeah, with the seventy one. It was a seventy one Chevelle. Right? Yeah, and and there's a this tells you about you know the collector plates here or collectors. So there was a collector series, and he was also talking about the classic car series. Yeah. So so they have a new series, and I have not paid I have not paid enough attention to that. But you yeah. know what's frustrating? What he was mentioning, though, and I didn't. He said, you know, so he if he didn't get that collector plate, he would have to go every year. Right. And that's that's even worse. so you you know they're almost pushing you to do that. Yeah. Because that's a pain in the neck. I mean, yeah. it, even though the emissions is probably fifteen dollars on that one instead of twenty five, right. still the the uh, and, time off and messing with that. And this says thirty two years old. Thirty two. Okay. At least thirty two years old. Shoot. Well, it says uh, collector vehicles can be passenger cars or trucks that don't exceed 16,000 pounds empty weight and okay. are at least 32 years old. Such hmm. vehicles are registered for a period of five years. Well, that's, and then it says... Uh, that's late 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah wow. In, in 2015, for example, 1983 or, or older vehicles qualify as collector vehicles. Yeah, so we've got six more. So 89, 88, 89. Yeah. Wow. Trying to think if there's any. Yep. All right, let's go to Jeff from Sheridan. How you doing, Jeff? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Good. You have a dad story. Yeah, uh, I used to survey with my dad when I was like uh, fourteen, fifteen years old. Uh huh. And, and it was outside of Fairbanks, and we were doing a uh, traverse plans, and um, this this guy, my dad. The only thing he carried with him was a three fifty seven. One of the guys that came, that had a cabin that we were doing a traverse line on behind. He goes, "What are you guys doing? You know, there's bears out here. Uh, what are you carrying? A three fifty seven? He goes, "Oh, what are you doing? You're just gonna piss him off? <laughs> just trying to piss him off." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and here I am. I don't have a weapon. I have a rod, uh, a, an aluminum rod with a reflector on it. And oh. My dad's taking shots off of it, and I'm sitting there looking around, looking in the woods, making sure there's no bears around, sure. and he's telling me, hey, stay still. <laughs> don't move. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> I just figured I'd let you guys know that one. <laughs> All, All right. right. I, I love it. Lo- love your show, bro. All right. Thank Thanks. You. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Um, do we have time? Yeah, let's go for Steve from Colorado Springs. we got a few minutes here. Go for it, Steve. Good afternoon, gentlemen, and happy non-birthday parental unit day tomorrow, which is what they want to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fathers, but anyway, fathers are really important. We'll get into that some other time. But on the best dad story, I worked in slave from age 12 
to just shy of 16 to save the money for my own car. I get the money. I'm ready to pull the trigger. And my, my dad, most contentious argument we've ever had. He says, I don't want you to do this because you're going to have every teenage girl in the neighborhood pregnant in your grades will drop. <laughs> and I said, no, Dad, I think we can probably work through this. But it was highly contentious. As it turned out, it turned out to be a great car, which I still had it. It was a 65 Mustang 2 Plus 2, red, white, and dear. Had some good times, um, shall we say, hot times on Lookout Mountain, you know, in high school. Anyway, my question for Geno's is oh. expansion tank on an X3. Oh, the BMW? You know, hard, yeah. hard, it's hard plastic. Anything you expose to extreme temperatures, hot and cold, is going to crack and leak. We so do them all the time. I, I, yeah. I picked one up today. It's like 60, and it's a lifetime warranty with thermostat, cat, da, da, da. Guess what, since you talked about it earlier, what Brakes Plus wants for this thing? Oh. Remove and replace. Remove and replace. Oh, it, probably three, 400 bucks. Yeah. Keep going. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> Double? 800? 800. I'm looking at the invoice, 732. Really? Wow. I'm going, it, 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 the, the shop manual calls for about two, 2.2 hours. To me, that just sounds kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty high. Yeah. yeah. You said the little tank's only about 60, 70 bucks, huh? 70 bucks, lifetime warranty with really? cap and thermostat. Yeah, really? <laughs> wow. Them. That's why it's well, good to do right. price shopping, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. You have to. Or By go to a place way, you I trust. Out a long time ago, you know, certain OEM parts, they just kind of gouge you because it's an OEM part. But when you've got so many people doing so many replicas of OEM parts for so much less with a lifetime warranty, why would you ever get an OEM part that you're going to gouge you for three times or four times? Right. I don't. I don't get it. And then that's already a poor design. Yep. A lot of and a lot of times those. Those parts are made at the same factory. Right. They're just, yep. we're just getting them. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Steve. I just want your thoughts on that. Gentlemen, yeah. have a great Father's Day. You Thank too. you. You Thank too. You. All right. With that, we got, we'll take a, a break. We got a, a break that'll go on right now. And we're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.